Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on knowing what you believe and why you believe it. If you are eager, like I am, to strengthen your faith, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Identity theft is a major, major issue today. Maybe you've been the victim of identity theft. I know my wife recently had someone try to apply for a credit card in her name. And thankfully, there was a red flag that uh, came up and it was rejected, but we received that information. So ultimately, we know somebody has her information. And just like that, in the blink of an eye, everything you have can be gone. You see, there's tons of money that is lost to identity theft and there's tons of money expended to prevent it. But people commit identity theft when they do this. They pretend to be you. They do that in order to access your resources without your permission. You see, your identity is unique to you. That's why they need your information to assume your identity. What is your identity? It would be your name. It would require your birth date, your social security number, maybe your driver's license number. But when they have that information, then they can access your belongings. Now, we're talking about discovering the real you, discovering our identity, knowing who we are in Jesus Christ. And just like identity theft is a major issue in our country and culture today, just the same, Satan in the spiritual realm is working hard to steal your identity and Jesus Christ. He desires to distort your identity by confusing you, making you think you are someone that you're really not. He wants to destroy your identity so that you can never discover who you really are. John 10.10 talks about the fact that he came to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the ultimate goal of our enemy. But Jesus came that he might give them life. Now, while Satan seeks to steal your identity, the good part, the awesome thing is God works to give us our identity. Now, on our previous episode, we talked about we're a masterpiece. We're created in Christ Jesus unto good works. That's what Ephesians 2.10 talks about. We're his workmanship. That workmanship there is referring to a masterpiece, a work of art. So God created us that way in Christ Jesus unto good works. We're to do good things because we've been created. We're going to talk about that on next week's episode, how our purpose ties into our identity, but our purpose does not define who we are. That's what we want to make very clear on our episode today. Too often, we allow what we do to define who we are. We allow our purpose in life to create our identity, and that's wrong. We must work to separate the two, and we're going to talk about that today and on next week's episode. But as we think about identity, how would you define it? Like when you think about identity, some people say, well, it's, the, it's me, it's who I am, it's what goes in to make me up, it's what I do. Uh, if I'm a college student, then I am a student, that's who I am. If I am a nurse, then that's what I am, who I am. If I'm a mother, and, and all these things go in to create our identity, but what we learn biblically is... We do not create our own identity, nor do we receive our, I mean, achieve our identity. Rather, you and I receive it. Now, when we talk about our identity, two things or two components go together to make up our identity. It's a sense of self and a sense of worth. You see, identity is something that is true of you in every setting. That it transcends to your work, to your home, to your friend, to your social, to when you're alone. 
So what is it about you that does not change from place to place, person to person, and situation to situation? You see, that is your identity. That is who you are at the core. You see, there has to be a core understanding of who you are, regardless of where you are, what day of the week it is, or what circumstances you might find yourself in. There has to be a sense of self, but also a sense of worth. You see, identity also includes our sense of worth or value. We all want to matter in this world. So what is it that makes you feel that your life is worthwhile, that it's significant, and that it is good? Now, Our worth or self-worth comes from what? Where do we find it? Well, it's not found in our purpose. And again, we relate our value, our worth to what we can do, what we can produce. Uh, These are good things in the rightful place, but they should not be tied into our identity. What you do does not determine your worth. And this is confused often, and I struggle with it. Tying my purpose into my identity, I must learn, biblically speaking, because that's what God teaches that those two are separate. Our purpose is vital to the reason we're here, but it's not uh, goes in to make us who we are. You see, we introduce ourselves so many times by what we do. Hey, I'm Kyle. Hey, how are you? So what do you do? And that's the first thing we'll ask many people. Uh, Many times we think our identity is tied to that. You see, your worth is found in what your creator says about you. Not on what you think about yourself, not on what someone else says about you. Your worth, your value is found in what your creator says about you. And so the sense of self and worth both go together to make up your identity. We're going to pull apart a passage here. It may be familiar to you, but 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It doesn't say the word identity, but it gives us some information. It gives us the basis for who we are, which is our identity. And when you think about identity, think about it like this. What is it about me that does not change from place to place, person to person, or situation to situation? Because that's the real you. You see, you may be a mother. That's part of who you are, but you may step away. You're still a mother, but you may not be in that mothering role. Or your your kid may grow up and move out, uh, so you have a different mothering role. Or you may have the job, or you may be an athlete, and you define yourself by the sport There's nothing wrong with the sport, but you can't allow that sport to define you. You define yourself who are therefore involved in the sport because what happens if you get an injury and you're removed immediately from the sport, then all of a sudden you lose your identity. And so discovering or determining your identity, we must learn that it only can come from God. Look what 2 Corinthians says. It says, uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And all things are of God in verse 18. So we understand God is the creator of all things. And therefore, as the creator, he has the ability to define who we are. We receive our identity from God. It only can come from God. You see, the credential in verse 17 for a person to become a new creature is that a person must be in Christ Ephesians 2.10 talks about, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. You see, it is only God that can define, define us, and it is through a relationship with Jesus Christ that we can t- determine who we really are. You see, that is the first step. You can go through life and not be a believer in Jesus Christ, have never accepted him, uh, not have eternal life, and you can try to create your own identity. 
but you will never discover truly who you are because the first step is in Christ. And so in Christ refers to those who have believed on or called on Jesus Christ for salvation. Those who have not called are still created to be a masterpiece. We're not saying that you have to be a believer to be a masterpiece. God created every human being in his image. Every human being is a workmanship, is a masterpiece. But until we accept Christ, do we have the ability and the resource to discover what that masterpiece is, to discover who we really are? And so your identity can only from, come from God, but your identity is also inherent and unchanging. You see, if we attempt to create our own identity, or if it's tied to our purpose, which is what we do so often, then it will forever be changing. And this can be crushing. This is why athletes who maybe have a severe injury or have to retire or something like that, it can crush their identity because they tie their identity to their purpose, which can change in a moment. Uh, Service members who have served in the armed forces praise the Lord for their willingness to do so. But I have witnessed uh, them retire maybe after 20 years and then struggle with who they are because that was their everything. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you and I must establish our identity separate from our purpose, separate from what we do. Uh, those who retire can go, go through kind of an identity crisis. We refer to that. Maybe you hear a midlife crisis because people are not quite sure who they are. A sudden job change can create that struggle. Why? Because they allow their purpose or what they do to define them, and it changed in an instant, which means their identity changed or was lost. It's kind of like the after graduation wake up, you know, somebody spends four or five, six years doing college work, school, and that's what they do. And they wake up the day after graduation. I remember doing this and going, what now? Because I had kind of allowed that to, in a sense, almost define who I was. I was a college student. This is what I did, but I'm so much more than that. You see, your identity is inherent. It is placed inside of you. You see, your identity is given to you, not achieved by you. And that is kind of the opposite of the mantra that you hear in our culture today. You create your own person. You make yourself who you want to be. And this is good in a sense because typically in the older generations and a lot of Eastern cultures, you were defined by your role in society. You were defined by your role within the family. And many times people couldn't break away from that and they couldn't free themselves from that. So uh, Western culture is kind of taking it to the other extreme. Look, nobody can define you. You define yourself. You define yourself by your achievements, your progress, your career, all these things. And while there is a good part of you and I not allowing our roles in society and different things to define us, but you and I cannot create our identity. Timothy Keller said it this way, the Christian's identity is not achieved, but received. And so how can we discover our identity? Let's talk just briefly here in our last few minutes. Uh, Well, number one, you're a masterpiece. We talked about that in our previous episode, but I'm going to emphasize it again because you are a masterpiece. And when you go through life wishing you were someone else or desiring to be like someone else, either you don't know who you are You don't know your identity because you're wanting to assume someone else's or you do not think much of who you are. Either way, you have an incorrect understanding of yourself. And I say this because I struggle with it as well. 
I see people and say, man, I wish I had that talent. I wish I could do that. I wish I was in that position. I wish I looked like. And that when I do that, I am not uh, understanding who I am myself. You see, in order to discover who you are, you must know who you are from the one who created you. And God said, you are a masterpiece created by me for a specific purpose. And this reveals your worth and value. But in our passage, it says that you are a new creation. As a believer in Jesus Christ, your authentic core is a brand new creation. You see, this refers to what happens when a person believes on Jesus Christ. And maybe you've heard it referred to as being born again. It's basically describing being created at a new level of excellence. You are a new creature in Christ. Think about it with a butterfly and a caterpillar. A butterfly is not a patched up caterpillar. A butterfly is not one that had some type of surgery or work done to it, nor is it a caterpillar with defects. You see, a butterfly is a brand new creation that has come from a caterpillar. Just the same, a believer in Jesus Christ is a brand new creation that has come from the old new. What happens to the old things? They're dead. They're gone. They'll never be to remember. So those things, those sins, those mistakes, the old view of yourself, the self-made person, I'm going to create my identity. When you become a believer in Jesus Christ, those things die. Basically saying you are no longer defined by the old things. The old things do not have a hold on you. You are now defined by the new things that come from God. And our passage here says all things are new. So it's not just a few things about you. You are a new creation. So who are you at the core of your identity? You are created in the image of God. You are in God's family as a believer. You are a masterpiece, which means you have been created perfect and you've been created at the perfect time. You've been created with the perfect talents and the perfect equipping and all of that. Will you develop some of that as you go through life? Absolutely. Do you want to discover who you are within your talents and with what God has gifted you with and your purpose? Absolutely. But you and I must understand who we are as a person must transcend all else that we do. It must carry through every day, every relationship, every circumstance and situation. I am a child of God. I am Kyle Austin with the DNA that God has given me, and I am created in his eyes as a masterpiece, one of a kind, handcrafted, and so are you. That is who you are. You are a child of God. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You are a masterpiece in the eyes of God, and you are God's creation. It says there in verse 18, all things are of God. And then if we were to go to Acts 17, 24, God that made the world and all things therein. Verse 28 goes on to say, for in him we live and move and have our being. You and I cannot do anything outside of our creator. Therefore, only God can define who you are, and he does so through his word. Now, we will all go through challenging times in life that will threaten our identity. Maybe you find yourself this moment in an identity crisis because you're allowing the external to try to force your identity on you. You're allowing external forces, people, uh, how they view you, social media, all these things to make up your identity, and it's constantly changing and fluid. Our identity does not change. 
Now, our purpose and what we're doing in life, yes, that will change, but your identity is made up about what your Creator says about you. And that's why we must immerse ourselves in God's Word. We must get out of our own heads. Because I don't know about you, the devil and myself wants to tell me that I'm not who I really am or tell me that I need to be this or need to be that. Those are all lies of Satan and of the world and that I can make myself and that I'm my worth and value is based on what I can do and what I can achieve in my performance. No, these are all lies of the devil. Regardless of what you could ever do, you are loved by your creator. You are created a masterpiece and only you can fulfill the purpose that God has put you here for. Remember, God dreamed a dream for your life and only you can fulfill that dream. So are you struggling to know who you are? Are you a believer in Jesus Christ? That's the first question because that's the first step in discovering who you are. Has there been a time when you've believed on him or called on him? That is the first step in discovering the true you. If you've done that, then immerse yourself in God's word, especially Ephesians chapter 1 and 2. It tells us so much about who we are in Christ. You have to notate that as you go through both of those chapters. There's so many things that we are in Christ. We're adopted. We're chosen. We're loved. We're sealed. Um, And I can go on and on, but you have to silence the voices in your head. You have to speak truth to yourself about who God says that you are, because that's who you really are. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.